Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Tonight, we're going to take a look at a business which has gotten a lot of attention lately. Video games. Play them for fun, but invest in them at your own risk. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Daslow, and with me, as always... Ben Vanell here, Tommy, joining us, rounding out the trio. It is... It's me, Adam Knox. Tommy, fashion report, I like the little heart that's near your sleeve, not quite on. Thank you. <laughs> you like the uh, you like the little com de garçon, man, do you? <laughs> well, I don't know if I'm willing to answer that question. I don't know. What you're trying to trick. You like Ligma, do you? Yeah. No, that's the brand. That's their little that's their little guy. Yeah. Right. That's like the gator. Yeah, yeah. That other one. Which I was talking with a friend of mine. <laughs> I, I'm not sure what you're saying <laughs> And I feel like I'm being tricked I've got so much <laughs> remaining drama From the Ligmas and the Bofas and uh, the, Sure yeah, Well when the goblins. tennis was on My friend was saying like If you were a professional tennis player mm. You can be kitted out by any brand Who would you pick? Mm-hmm. And Comme de Garçon would be it's, it's crazy to me that they don't That they haven't gotten on board The, you know, sponsoring a tennis player Right, right, right Imagine this, designer. Little, this little guy on a, on a tennis outfit Oh, they could do something beautiful with that I yeah. mean, I, I, I'd got to go Your Kitsune Maison your They're the fox. other one They're the, the, the rip ri- curl <laughs> <laughs> Hot yeah. tuna Mambo, get the fighting dog on a tennis player That's true, if you're an Aussie Go, go an Aussie brand get, yeah. get Mambo Which has I think been sold to like Woolworths or something oh, like that Oh, they're all probably the one person Yeah Big cartoon pig yep. Yeah in every, yep. in every house <laughs> Stepping on people with his big money sack <laughs> Kokonakis is sponsored by Cotton On Which is insane to me Yeah, that's a bit tacky Real budget Real budget Australian fashion brand Yeah No no logo or little little guy to speak of. Yeah. You need a little guy. If you're going to sponsor an athlete, you need a little guy that they can proudly have on him. Mm. You know who knows that that uh, uh, marketing piece of advice very well mm. is Nintendo, Japan's most valuable company, I believe. Right. There was a thing that they've got like $11 billion in value and no Ooh. debt. Yeah, yes. Wow. Um, That's right. I think it was that they are the most valuable company in mm. Japan. Huh. And they've got their little guy at the front, Mario. Nowhere to be seen, though, in the last week's <laughs> Nintendo Partner Direct. Imagine if they yeah. pivoted and they went, okay, guys, no more hardware, no more software. We're a fashion brand now. <laughs> and Mario just becomes like the little, yeah, like the little raffler in bear. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like he only exists as a little as a little embroidered emblem on a breast. Matt, you could just like take off all the other ones as well because Ralph Lauren's other one is the guy playing polo. Exactly, yeah. You just have Mario on a little Yoshi with a Mario's, golf club. Yeah, he's probably played polo in one of those yeah. sports games before. He's got to, is polo in the Olympics? 
Mm-hmm. Mario and so-, so Sonic might have played the polo, <laughs> oh, sure. but yeah. maybe Mario did. So in the way that now people go, oh, you know, Nintendo actually before they made video games, they used to just make card games. Mm. You know, in like a hundred years time, you know, uh, <laughs> before they were a uh, fashion brand, <laughs> Nintendo used to make these things called video games. Before they went out of business because they've pivoted to being a fashion brand. <laughs> yeah. Before they were a fashion brand supported solely by one man in Australia mm-hmm. called Tommy something. Mm-hmm. Bizarre. Eleven billion dollars of clothing. <laughs> yeah, uh, I would too. <laughs> and I'm hey, I'm by the time people hear this, I'll be uh, I'll probably be camped out at the front of the Nintendo store in Tokyo. Yeah, you'll be rubbing shoulders with the with Luigi, mm-hmm. Waluigi, yep, and others. <laughs> Meeting Luigi imagine... being like, "How's your brother?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, people always ask me about it. <laughs> I get a bit of a feeling that Waluigi doesn't have too much of a presence inside the Nintendo store. But yeah, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Well, he's so a Western internet. He man. definitely does seem like yeah, we in the West care way more about him than the Japanese yeah. do. I wonder if he gets that we think he's a joke too. I hope he's mm. not one of the. You know, sometimes there's those people. They're like, "Oh, my fans," and they don't realize like, no, people are following you because they think you're a little off the rails. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Waluigi would be doing lots of live streams on TikToks, right. going like, oh, thank you for the galaxy. Sure, yeah. <laughs> He's overpriced his cameos by way too yeah. much. But people still get them for like their sort of half friend's birthdays yeah. as yeah, a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, They can also get each other several games for birthdays that will be coming out mm. in the coming months. They're in this Nintendo Partner Direct uh, I don't remember everything that was out of there, but it was I had zero expectations. Me too. And saw at least three or something where I was like, oh, okay. Mm, okay, I don't remember what they were, though. Tommy's got a list. Yeah, okay, hang on. I've the, this list I've brought up is dog shit. I'm going to have to get another one if up. If they brought out Top Mario... 10 gangster movies of all time. <laughs> <laughs> if they brought out Mario Fashion Party, I'd be in for that. Oh, oh yeah. Absolutely. Even if it was developed by a third-party developer, as Peach, we're talking about today. Peach is wearing different costumes oh, for each yeah. of the different jobs. Bob's in the Peach Parade or whatever that's called. Yeah, what is that called? Peach Superstar? Showtime. Showtime. That's Showtime. out soon, actually. Yeah, much. Mm. I guess uh, Mario Odyssey was a bit of um, Mario fashion. Yeah. You could buy all your little different hats. And, and he's always had his tanuki suits mm-hmm. and whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Uh, so, yeah, I, I when they do these, I kind of expect them to just be like, yeah, the new uh, WWE game is coming out <laughs> on yeah. the Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can we get got- this five-year-old fucking game or like this Xbox 360 remaster or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, there's a yeah, lot of yeah. that. And well, there probably was that in this. Part of this was uh, a lot of those uh, heavily rumoured and discussed Xbox first-party games coming to the Switch, mm-hmm. uh, one of which is Grounded. Grounded and Pentiment, right, are the mm. two yes. on the Switch at this point. And yep. Hi-Fi Rush and um, uh, 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 Sea of Thieves are the other ones that are coming to other stuff. Yes. I don't remember if we actually talked about that on here post the press conference podcast thing mm. going live we did i think it might have i feel like we maybe didn't we maybe talked, we did we talked about the press conference but i don't think we talked about the actual thing we talked speculos no no we no, did no, we talked yeah, yeah we talked about the thing yeah to differ. You, you, you opened the episode by saying that we were three we were three board members before before <laughs> it had been on though no, we just knew it was no. going to be that. <laughs> we, we talked no. about it last week. Yeah, I swear we didn't. <laughs> it There's no way to ago. ever know, though. Unfortunately, <laughs> in yeah. fact, it was less than a week ago because yeah. we're doing this earlier. Than I, 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 I'm, I'm willing to put money down. <laughs> All right, ten bucks. Deal, deal. I don't think we talked about it properly. 
last week. We talked about the PlayStation one. Would you like me to get the episode? Let's up? do it live. <laughs> I asked you. I asked you before we recorded what you've been up to since last week, and you said, "Oh, not much." And I think you've been out smoking meth. Something's <laughs> something's happened to erase yeah, your memory. The usual. <laughs> yeah, not much. Nothing. Meth worth doesn't make my on. memory worse. It makes it sharper. <laughs> I can see where all of my enemies makes are. my hearing better. <laughs> uh, Would it have been? Oh no, sorry. It's it was the. It was the previous week. Yeah, where we speculated about it and then it actually happened on that Friday and I don't think we actually wrapped it up last week because oh. I remember walking away. Well, how are we going to... I'm walking away. Let us know in uh, <laughs> the comments in the future who who owes who. Are you just ad. playing the episode? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> how else was I meant to find no, it we out? Gotta this move way, on. with a perfect memory. <laughs> we got to move on. Okay. Um... <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, that that is uh, that's coming out. Granted, it's coming out April sixteenth. I'd forgotten we played a bit of Granted. We for did a, a video on our YouTube channel. We did which play you can Granted. Go yeah. back and check out. It was fine. Yeah. It was you know when they were saying in that uh, in that um, uh, press conference podcast, which we definitely talked about last week. So mm-hmm. sorry for retreading well, old ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, they made this big point of like, yeah, we've got these online service games that are really popular. So um, you know, we want to broaden out the audience, like. I don't, like hearing that it was that popular is surprising to me because outside of us playing it, I've never heard of anyone talk about Grounded. Yeah, I feel like, like it, it came and went. It 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 came out in like early access like years ago, and I think people had a go of it then. I like kind of thought it was still in early access. And it's been it's been <laughs> yeah, I think played decently on yeah. Game Pass and stuff like that. But um, right, all, all, all four of these are just you know they're not uh, earth shatterers, which was part of the whole thing around the discussion about Xbox that we briefly did that toe into but didn't fully analyze uh, <laughs> was that they uh, like don't have that first party like big bangers type li- like Pentiment for me is the best game out of them yep. yeah and, uh, it's uh, an afterthought-ish kind of, that's nothing about the quality it's just, just like an, it's an indie game it's not a big first party game it's yeah. not a it's yeah. not a it's not a system seller I know and what it, you mean it's hard to imagine with any of these anyone being like oh yes I've Oh, this yeah. is on Switch now. They're not really, big really flagship tentpole things. Yeah. No, yeah. even if they do have ships in them, some of them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that was a part of this. Mm-hmm. There was a new Super Monkey Ball game mm. that's coming out, mm-hmm. which I think more of them have been bad than have been good, like the first two on the GameCube. I think this might, is this maybe another remake as well I of like the third one or something? One. Oh, okay. But I could be wrong about that. And also, how much difference is there? Really? Yeah, they're, you're, yeah, you're, you're balling yeah. along a monkey. Mm-hmm. I think there was like a new, new one semi recently that people were like, eh. Right. Uh, a game called Arranger, a role playing puzzle, a role puzzling adventure. It is uh, the guy who worked on Braid. Mm. I think it's his art direction. Okay. It's like a few different people kind of coming together who each have their own pedigree and different stuff that they've made. And it's like a yeah, like an RPG where you're like shifting the yeah. shifting the tiles around. Yeah, the rows and columns, yeah. but it's sort of like a two D puzzle yeah. thing. Yeah. It looks cool. And the yeah. art looks cool. Um cool idea. Uh a bit more news on <laughs> Unicorn Overlord. <laughs> Which one's this? This is the one I think it's a like strategy one, a tactical strategy type game, right? Yeah, yeah. By the people who did Suikoden, is that right? Vanillaware. Oh, okay. Name. Then I'm wrong. Uh, oh. This is yeah, Vanillaware is. But like they're a, a- they're a company that has a good pedigree, mm. and uh, there's a demo of this now. 
people have been really into it. Okay. It's, uh, I kind of heard it described as if you played Fire Emblem and thought this is for babies and you want a more intense strategy role-playing game. Okay. Right. What is... if you played Fire Emblem thought this is for babies and I love it? Mm. Well, then maybe not so much. <laughs> maybe you... <laughs> Maybe you won't be into Unicorn Overlord. I know, it is a silly name. That's a baby name. (laughs) Babies love unicorns. Yeah. They can only count to one horn. Every time I see it written down, it kind of takes my brain a few seconds to put it together. Because it's like, surely it can't be these two words put together. (laughs) Well, it's like triangle strategy. Yeah. Those yeah. sorts of names that are, I, for some reason, they seem to happen in this field that, like, that tactical RPG sort of field, too. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I probably won't give that one a go because there's just so much stuff coming mm. out at the minute. Ooh, but, yeah. Uh, well, it's out soon. That's good that people are liking it. It's out yeah. next week, in fact. And uh, yeah, there's a demo right now that you can okay. have a go of. Uh, Monster Hunter Stories 1 is mm-hmm. coming out. That um, was a 3DS game. Updated remake. Uh, and then. It's time for, I don't know, a remake of Epic Mickey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. People seem hot on the idea of that coming back out too. But like, I went and played some Epic Mickey because we did a Disney special thing mm. a bit ago and I wasn't enjoying it. That Was that the Wii game? It was on, yeah. it was on the Wii. Yes. Back I tried day. to play a bit of it on the Steam Deck, which was pretty difficult to get the like pointer <laughs> controls and stuff to work. Yeah. But this is a... Um, this is a complete uh, redoing, tweaked controls, updated visuals, uh, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, kind of interested to play it, but um, yeah, it's it's a weird one. It's always one that I kind of felt was received as a bit of like a seven out of ten when it mm. came yeah. out. It's certainly mm. not like a, you know, it's not like oh great, Mario Galaxy's finally available on the Switch. That's right. like a beloved, you know, instant classic. This is just like that's yeah. how I felt about it at. But like going back and playing it, whatever that was, a couple of years ago now, mm. I guess. Uh, it was the design of the levels and stuff like that that was the flat part. For right. yeah. It wasn't really the controls that were the issue. And I kind of like the idea of like him, you know, putting in, Warren Spector putting in uh, Oswald, the like the, the rabbit who was like the precursor to Mickey. And there's that story about how they had to like make a deal with uh, some, he was some sports broadcaster who Disney wanted to like get get back and they like or like another company wanted to get him off disney and they like traded the rights to oswald oh right he oh, was, for dennis cometti <laughs> yeah. something of that nature it was like oswald the the trademark on him had lapsed or whatever and universal owned it and so basically there was like a trade where they got this sports broadcaster that disney had under contract and they got the rights to oswald the lucky rabbit back mm. so that they could put him in this video that's game that's weird but there's also that story where Spectre's like a huge uh, uh, Donald and Scrooge fan and he wanted to make like a, you know, open world, um, like basically DuckTales game. And I saw this during the week. I never knew this. He They were working on an epic Donald after this that got to like a... There's, you can look it up. I'm so glad that they didn't because Googling <laughs> that now would just give you the worst fucking <laughs> subreddits in the world. Well, if you look it up, there's like they were in like prototype. There's not just concept wow. art. There's like a, you know, there's like screenshots of like an actual build of a game mm. that exists, which um which could have been cool. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I guess anything with Mickey on it is going to sell, you know, guaranteed yeah. X number of copies and has been a little while since that original came out. So yeah, it could be cool if they've if they've tweaked it enough. But yeah, it was always 
it always seemed a bit of a missed opportunity to me that they didn't it didn't seem like they had that much Disney stuff in there other than like bringing back Oswald and having Mickey in it obviously it seemed like you were running around these fairly generic 3D platformer worlds that's how I kind of felt about it yeah yeah Uh, then we've got Shin Megami Tensei 5 oh yeah Vengeance this is a DLC or because sometimes with these games they do put it out as a full new game like with Persona 5 Royal and stuff Mm. is this a DLC anyone I don't quite know I had a feeling that maybe it was like a side thing or something mm. right yeah it can't, it's so the way they've done them in the past is like Shin Megami Tensei 4 Apocalypse was right. same as 5 Royal like a new updated right. version of the game with more stuff in it that yeah. was its own distinct game Cause C- could be that again Shin I Mag- haven't looked into Shin Megami Tensei 5 like remaster came out uh, it just came out on the Switch. Like that was a new game. Oh right, on the right. Switch a couple a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. So this is the royal to that. Oh yeah, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront Classic Collection. That was surprising and kind of cool. Like the fact that it will have the there'll be new servers for it, mm. and mm. it'll be I think it's like sixty four player. People have a fondness for those two games. I never played them at the time or since, mm. but um, I could see that being a bit of fun for the people who were into it back in the day yeah i guess i i remember like early days of getting my own like gaming pc as an adult and getting onto steam and being like what can you get and there being like a star wars collection for like you know 20 bucks and it yeah. just was every star wars game up until like kotor 2 or something and these were in there yeah and they were fine i, I think they were a bit more revolutionary when they first came out because of the scope and like the scale and, and all that kind of stuff and they were like on the ps2 and the xbox and whatever so at the time 2004 five ish right uh having that sort of battlefield style thing on mm. a console was cool mm. i think was part of it too whereas that's obviously happened for decades now mm. um but this to be clear as well is those like PS2 ones not Battlefront 1 and 2 that came out in 2015 and whatever yep Uh, also a little bit more info on South Park Snow Day Mm. which is out at the end of March Mm. not really interested no it doesn't look great to me for whatever reason yeah there's been more bad South Park games than good those two RPG ones were cool Mm. but uh, Mm -hmm. this doesn't look like it's at that level to me Uh, but I've been wrong before Mm. Not about the Xbox thing, but about other Definitely stuff. Definitely about that. <laughs> Something called Sword Art Online Fractured Daydream. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Unicorn Overlord. Yep. Uh, Gundam Breaker 4. Mm-hmm. Um, Some other bits and bobs, right? Like it was sort of a... Yeah, Super Monkey Ball, like you mentioned. World of Goo 2, I think had already been announced. Mm, yeah. uh, With the Gedge and Gono. Yeah, another <laughs> Crab's Treasure. Um, oh, yeah. Penny's Big Breakaway. Mm-hmm. Which you've played, I've right? I've been playing a bit of and, uh, yeah, really enjoying. Okay. I'll, you know what? I'll talk about it here. Talk about it right now. Oh, I right. dare you. I the floor is yours. So this is the people who made Sonic Mania and, uh, yeah, I, the best Sonic game there's been in a long time. Um, by all accounts, they were pretty ready to, you know, make more Sonic stuff and Sega said, no, thank you. Don't get us wrong, though. We'll make more Sonic stuff. Yeah, yeah. We'll make yeah. way too much of it. Yeah. But you go home. Mm. Yeah. And it will all be not nearly as good as the stuff you guys can make. Oh, yeah. So this is a 3D platformer. It's it's funny because it, it really does 
like they clearly this team are very Sega inspired in their aesthetics and their style of gameplay. This really does feel like a Dreamcast era, like Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg. One like, of those specifically like the GameCube Sega type. Yeah, 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 weird like you know weird like new attempt at a like crazy mascot kind yeah. of guy. Um, so you're yeah you're running around these levels. You're a you're a little girl who's got a yo-yo that's come to life. You've entered yourself in this talent show in front of the emperor of this world that you live in. Um, it all goes horribly wrong. You become a fugitive. You're running through these levels, being chased by Fuck. the police. Who Had it go penguins. bad enough that you've you're yeah. on you the lam after? <laughs> yeah, um, she fucking sucks at the yo-yo. <laughs> but yeah, you've got your yeah. You're you're doing these 3D platformer levels that are more like a Super Mario 3D world kind of thing than a like you know very like funneled in one direction mm. rather than being like open exploration um like a sonic game yeah like a sonic game it, to- <laughs> it totally is i feel like if sega had kept them on board they would have probably made this for them with sonic stuff right on the skin of it although yeah there's a it, it doesn't move as fast as sonic so you've got your yo-yo which can you can use for a little dash you can um, ride it around if you've got, like, enough momentum. So if you're, like, walking up to a hill and you hop on it, you'll be able to, like, you know, roll around. Uh, you can do, like, a – you can jump in the air and then you can sort of use it, the yo-yo to swing. So the yo-yo will just kind of hover in the air and then you can just do, like, a little vine swing thing. Yeah. Just, like, regardless of where you are. That's the one I was imagining being, yep. your, being your ability. Mm. And it's – um. It's fun. It's uh, I love the presentation of it. I love the style of it. It's um, it's a really fun 3D platformer. It does have some little bits of controls that maybe need a bit of tweaking in a patch. I've seen a lot of people talk about like clipping through walls and stuff like that. And then last night I had this thing happen where I like jumped up and I just kind of kept floating up into the air thinking I'd gradually reach a point where it would like reset me or whatever and i just kind of left it to see how long it would go and i just kept like sailing up into the heavens hell yeah um like poochie in his final episode (laughs) on the simpsons but um yeah it's got it feels like it's got a little i'm always curious about these things that just get surprise released like Mm. this got announced a while ago and from when it got announced i was like really into the style of it really thought it looked great um and you know when it's just oh it's out now yeah i kind of I kind of always wonder what the story is with that. Like, I feel something like this probably would have benefited from sending it out early to people and getting, you know, getting some good press because mm. it is sort of a bit, feels like it's kind of under the radar. It's um, a busy time at the minute too. Yeah. There's a lot of yeah. big stuff around. And maybe, yeah, maybe maybe needs that little bit of extra control tightening um hopefully a patch comes soon but um but yeah i'm, I'm into it so far mm. it's uh yeah it's got it's so it's so unique looking i love that really like garish um palette that they've gone with and yeah that totally that era of but yeah it, it is it's it it just really makes you realize how crazy sega are that yeah if if they could have had something like this as a cool take on a 3d sonic game and also, this team with a bit more money and resources, like it'd maybe be like a bit smoother. I think it's definitely more interesting to have it be its own thing. Like, yeah. I'm kind of glad it's gone that way. But yeah, I don't know why they don't just take this team on as like their, you know, as their like 
team who are like actual fans of Sonic who kind of seem to have a better idea of what people want a Sonic game to be than mm. Sonic team necessarily do. But um, yeah, good game. Maybe hold off until uh, it's patched. Okay. Um, but yeah, the controls, um, the controls, just the okay. controls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. I had seen a bit of that being talked about. I hadn't really had any issues with it myself until last night. It finally, uh, it finally hit me. Um, it's on the PC as well, right? And yes. I don't know about the other consoles. Yeah, I think it's on. Ev- I think it's on everything. Right. Yeah. Penny's big breakaway. Penny's big breakaway. Um. Yeah. Cool game. Really creative style. Uh. I I recommend it. Uh, then we got multiplayer for watermelon game. Oh yeah, <laughs> cool, cool. <laughs> all right. <laughs> they need to try this all week, but um, haven't gotten around to it yet. But um, and they're also doing online multiplayer mm-hmm. uh, at a later date. Is it just is it like Tetris? I'm assuming where when you do well on your side, it throws shit at them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think you maybe get yeah you get to like choose when you can like dump stuff on them and stuff like right. that right yeah um which seems cool and yeah for a game of that style definitely um yeah definitely fits it uh pepper grinder is out on the 28th of march and a demo of it is online now and i've been playing it and it's very fun oh which was pepper grinder pepper grinder is a it's like a pixel art um 2d platformer You've got like a big drill, yeah, I'm and you're you're running around. You you kind of drilling through the earth to get gems, and you you know when you come out of the earth, you get a little boost jump thing. So you're kind of having to control your you know friction through the like earth a dolphin. Then, yeah, no. yeah, mm. yeah. Fuck! Imagine if moles could do that. Ooh. Imagine walking around seeing moles going boom. <laughs> It would be awesome. We probably would have harnessed them for like, you know, tunneling and building and shit like that. Or people that. would go around like to where they know moles are and try to scoop them in a bucket before they go back in the ground. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, big net. That'd be fine. Cast go moling. Net. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got 50 moles. <laughs> but yeah, the... Uh... That's so many. I've lied about the score that I got clearly. That's too many <laughs> moles. But yeah, this was really fun and I'm looking forward to playing okay. the full thing. Um, I know 2D... Pixel platformers are a dime a dozen, but um, this kind of reminds me of oh, I forget the name of it, the like drill one on the Game Boy Mr. Advance that I was playing. I don't think it's Mister Driller, Drill Dozer. I think it's called. That might be it. Um, but yeah, just a just a cool new mechanic. Um, seems like one of those ones where they're going to really like wring everything they can out of right. this idea. Pretty simple idea, but um, yeah, that's out March twenty eighth, and the demo is up now. Yeah. Uh, Pocket Card Jockey. This is another 3DS remake, re- remaster, re-release type thing. 3DS and I think the phone as well. That ah, sounds right. Yep. The telephone. It's like a horse racing <laughs> betting game? No. It's no. a... Um, <laughs> so there's a demo of this as well. It's So this is out now and there's a demo of it. Right. Okay. Uh, I've played the demo and uh, I'm having a good time with it. It's solitaire. So you're, okay. you're getting your horse, you're doing... Basically, three rounds of solitaire, and in between each one, you're sort of watching your, you're kind of watching a little movie of how your horse is doing in the race. Okay. You're, Are you um, getting more or less money at the end of the race based on how your horse did? Yes. That's a horse racing betting yeah, game. Yeah. You're okay. getting, uh, and yeah, your, your, your rounds of solitaire are kind of influencing how your horse is doing in the race. So, right. how quickly you clear it, um, you know, whether you get all the cards done successfully. Uh, and then you're also like in between them, 
based on the stamina and the power that you've built up in your round of solitaire that you've just done, you're then kind of like choosing a little route for your horse to take across the track. Mm-hmm. So if you, you know, if you go more to the center, that's going to mean that your next round of solitaire is going to be harder, but you'll get more stamina and power as a result of that. Okay. Um, there's also like little cards will pop up on the track, which kind of help you. So you want to try and angle yourself so that you'll pick them up. So you're doing three rounds of that with with those little strategic placing yourself in between and then you're getting like a final sprint where you're actually controlling the horse and sort of like sort of moving it up and down and you can use, you know, you may have while you're playing your solitaire games, you may have picked up some speed boosts that are going to help you get to right. the finish line quicker in that final sprint bit. And then you're... Your horse is leveling up and getting experience and getting like buffs that'll help in the solitaire games Love or that'll help horse. it in the race. Mm. And uh, and yeah, you're getting money to buy items that are going to help you and then, you know, unlocking the ability to get new horses with different abilities and okay. train them up. And yeah, it's it's cool. That is it's cool. fun. Mm. I feel like this came out originally around the same time that Solitarica did on the phone. Okay. Oh, I was always yeah. a Solitarica man. Yes, I played Solitarica. I'm a Solitarica man. <laughs> Uh, but this is one that I think maybe, especially in Japan, was like incredibly popular. It was, and, right? Uh, you can really see why, and especially like in a handheld medium, like a 3DS or a phone. Um, this is like a, a, I think a slightly um, a souped up version of it, where the little animations that you see of the horse running around the track are a little bit more involved than they were on the phone or the 3DS. Right. Uh, this is a Game Freak game, by the way. Um, oh, so oh. Uh, so what's What's wrong with it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the loading screen hitches up from time to time. I see. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is this is this is fun. It's yeah, it's right. really cool. I'd never I mean I'd 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 never played Solitaire before and didn't know how to play it, so I'm I'm really? discovering Solitaire through the medium of horse Get a racing. A lot of fucking Johnny mm. Two friends over I here. I wonder how it'll be for I mean a couple of Solitaire bloody veterans over here. Well, the, there's been a bunch of card playing going on in my household as well. Oh yeah. Um do you want to there's a couple let's more quickly bits of news. Oh, wrap you, this you wanna, up. Okay. Uh let's just see if there's anything else worth Talking about there's a new Contra game. Um, there's oh a bunch of rare stuff is now on the Switch Online. That's true. Which oh, is yeah. called Blast Core, um, uh, Killer Instinct, um, and Endless Ocean. That's is, the other one. Is uh, coming out, which I've I've never played and don't really know anything about. You're swimming around in the sea, looking at whales, looking at dolphins, yeah. the moles of the sea. Yep. Uh, Echo style. It's yeah, kinda yeah. You're, you're, you're swimming about, not quite Subnautica. I don't think I've not played the the, the two that existed in the past, mm. two or three. Um, but that type of thing where you're exploring an underwater environment. But I think it's a bit more chill. Yeah, right, right. Is, is my impression of it. Chill, unlike the gameplay in Elden Ring, oh. which they put out a trailer for the DLC for that Shadow of the Erd Tree. Yeah. Uh, that's out on the 21st of June, and it looks A-OK by me. Yeah, it looks sick. Uh, fully, like, different version of the map. Well, kind of, like, it's... A new area. It's a new area, um, similar assets, but different vibe. and like About yeah. the size of Limgrave. Uh, yeah, right. Like he said in an interview. Which is sizable. That's a... That's a yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, new bosses and new story or extra story stuff, and, like, f- great trailer, looks sick. I'm very excited to the play stuff that yeah he was doing some interviews Miyazaki at the, mm. about some general things like they wanted to 
do sort of an in-between of there are a lot of very open areas in the main game uh, and try to get a bit more dungeon-y stuff happening in those in-between areas. Yeah, yeah. So they'll be a bit more dense and detailed mm-hmm. in terms of what you're doing in them, which sounds exactly what I wanted to make that game even better. Right. Uh, some of the new like abilities and weapons and stuff that you could see little glimpse of, uh, glimpses of in this trailer look cool. There was like a ninja kick going on. Oh, yeah. That yeah. looked rad. Yep. Uh, the entrance to it will be that big egg with the arm coming out of it after you beat, what is it, Malekith or whatever his name is. Um, yeah, yeah. The Lord of Blood. Yeah, that yeah. guy. Yeah. Which I don't know if I will have to play through the game again to get to that point to get into it. Right. Is the only bit where I'm like, please just give us a jump in option. Yeah. I'd love yeah. to have a not stupid way of fucking doing that. I know that... I know that you make your games how you want to make them <laughs> and you love to make people walk up to a certain place. Yeah. Please don't make me do that, though. Um, what do you mean? Like, have to go all the way back through the game? Go to that point, beat that boss to be able to get to that egg to get into this bit. Oh, yeah. I see. And that is often how these DLCs work in fun right. games, too, is there's an entrance point somewhere or whatever that it, there's not really a menu where it's like, go to the DLC. Right, in right, right. Option. So just because I, I, and I love that game, but played through it like four times to get all of the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it got to the point where it was like the start of a new playthrough, would oh, have to yeah. do a new character or something, play through. 75% of that game or something <laughs> to get yeah. to that point. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's it's not even a... Um, it's an optional boss. It's an optional boss and it's a late game optional yeah. boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that think, has me yeah. like a little worried that that'll be the only way to get to it, which will just be like... Feel like busy work. No offense, but sucked in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder... I can't. I think I did the same thing. I think I'm on like new game plus five or something and I'm probably not... Anywhere near having done that, but I what it's June, June, June the twenty first. I'll get back to it. I just don't. I, it'll probably be a new character or something. I guess I'll make. I, I mean, like, yeah, exactly. Oh no, you've got to play your favorite game. Yeah, yeah. 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 But like, yeah, I played <laughs> heaps of it, and I don't want to. Yeah, if there is an option, um, yeah, that'd be sick. And but yeah, no indication of that yet. Well, hey, no. speaking of playing great games, uh, the other big news story of the week, Adam. I know a lot of listeners are uh, dying to hear your take on the news that. The PS- Xbox press conference <laughs> happened, and yeah, we haven't given our take yet, so uh, let's get into it. Because I think the reason we didn't is because it was so wet and nothing. Anyway, yeah, no. um, that, I'm pretty sure we did say that when we when we, did when talk we covered about it. it when yeah. we definitely well, we didn't it. talk about it yet. <laughs> not 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 properly. I love this being our Mandela effect. <laughs> <laughs> Something, as you say, less than a week ago, absolutely zero importance. <laughs> Where either one or two people have just forgotten that Nelson Mandela existed. Yeah. It's not even. <laughs> So just uh, who's who's Mandela? Yeah. Um, did we talk about Mandela dying in prison on last week's episode? I can't remember. I don't think we would have. <laughs> we no, definitely it, did. No, it happened as we were leaving. Didn't we talk about him <laughs> leaving prison and ending up like... <laughs> um, PSVR 2, they are working on... PC support. Yes. Uh, they're, they're working on it. I don't think this constitutes a promise yet or right. any sort of announcement. But they... Th- so, good news in a way. We're like, cool, that headset will be useful if they are able to implement, like, <laughs> yep. f- uh, actual support for it to be a PC 
headset, which I don't quite know how that will work because mm. it's a USB-C cable that has like HDMI over USB-C, which would only work with certain types of GPUs and certain types yeah. of like USB ports on a yep. computer. So you'd have to have a specific setup. I don't know if they'll work on an adapter yeah, or something. Yeah, and if yeah. they're listening to this episode and they're like, fuck, he's right. We can't do it. Yeah. Yeah, scrap <laughs> the plans, boys. Well, Too let's hard. go back and check if they did talk about Xbox. They did. Oh, well, then he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> or they didn't. And he's a, ge- he's a genius. So the, that, that's one aspect of it, but whatever. Guys, um, we've got to put our Vision Quest Pro on to, <laughs> to work out how we can do this. A dongle Oof. or something could potentially fix that maybe. Yep. Like yeah. to just split it out into a display port and a USB. USB-C oh, a or something like everything. that. Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah, love yeah. a good dongle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then the other thing about this, like, so yes, it'll be cool that that could be used for like PC VR games. Mm. It does also suggest pretty heavily to me, though, that it's an abandonment of it as a platform for the PS5. <laughs> yeah. And they're figuring out ways they can sell through remaining stock. Again, yeah. much like them uh, last week, sort of saying. No, no big new games coming out for the next year, and we're we're sort of thinking about this as the back end of the life cycle. Yeah. Um, it's is- only just clocked with me that the no sequels thing would mean no Astrobot either. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. And so to say, and because you're totally right. Like it does. I mean, I mean, surely their intention in putting this out is showing like, oh, we're thinking about the platform being really versatile. But I think most people read it as mm. yeah you're if you have good games coming out on your thing you don't need to be thinking about no other why, places people why can would use you it. do this if yeah. you had like nintendo yeah. i'm going you can use the switch as a microwave now we're working <laughs> yeah. on that because <laughs> obviously with the apple vision pro coming out and like the way people talk about the quest 3 now is those two competing right you, you could see that maybe they want to throw whatever hat they have into that ring but this being compatible with a pc wouldn't suddenly enable it to do all of the extra things that those headsets can do right, especially the, the quality of the pass through that yeah, they have yeah. That and again if you're like what you should be thinking of this of is an extension an accessory of the PlayStation something that it something that like enriches your library of IP that you have mm-hmm. not a thing that you've just made that people can go and use somewhere else in the house. Right. You know, it's such a defeatist. Like, I mean, but yeah. that being said, like, you know, their headsets work on a PC if you put the USB stick that they come with in there and a lot of PlayStation accessories work. Yeah, yeah, you can mm-hmm. use the, a, you the, can pair the, a DualSense. And, yeah. yeah, so... I was in the Apple store the other day and they sell DualSense controllers in there, which seemed crazy to They're, me. But I was like, oh, well, you, you can play yeah, Apple. You can play Death Stranding on the phone. Yeah, right. And Apple TVs and shit, they pair with easily. Oh, like they're right. made, they, they updated them to be very Apple compatible. So, yeah, they're positioned as a... Which did make me right. feel like an old man of just like, yeah, wanting to have a bit of a go at maybe some cloud stuff, potentially while some cloud stuff on some cloud stuff while we're away okay. in Japan and just being like... Oh yeah, I've got like a bunch of different controllers at home. I can just chuck any one of them in the suitcase, yeah, yeah. and they'll pair with the iPad. Mm. And if I'm able to get a signal, I'll be able like just that as a concept, right? Like to anyone you know under the age of like thirty, <laughs> it's just like yeah. that being like that that being a big deal. Like it's <laughs> yeah. such a non like yeah, a of realization. Course, everything like, pairs yeah, yeah. with everything, but it's like. No, back in the day, you had your Super Nintendo controller and that was it. It plugged into the one thing. <laughs> yeah. I think it's specifically being related to cloud stuff too does mean that like if you're 
edging towards 40 in Australia, <laughs> then you're doubly behind yeah. the eight ball. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. There's no was, way you're, that's top of mind. Yeah. I was trying to watch some stuff uh, yesterday and had a nightmare day of internet and I went, I can't wait to be in Japan, a country where even the free Wi-Fi in a public toilet is going to be better than the best <laughs> NBN grounded connection you can get here. You don't specifically keep having to go to public toilets for your Wi-Fi, by the way, Tommy. We've been meaning to talk about But he's already this. there and <laughs> why not? Uh, so it, 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 it like not it, to look a gift horse in the mouth. No, It'd exactly. Be cool. it's, it's great for people who already own it and have a PC. Like, uh, it's, like yeah, the range of games you can get on the PC that are VR compatible, and especially the the mods and shit that are mm. there. It's just yeah. a better platform for all that stuff. Yeah, especially when the competitors don't have first party games. To push you towards their system, yeah. So it's cool that they're working on that. There are people who were already trying to mod it, and it seems like it was really difficult, and they're making progress. But I assume that will halt. I wonder right. if they, it would be funny if this came from like them saying to Valve, like, "Hey, why don't you put Half Life Alex on the PSVR 2 And them going, "No way, we will absolutely never have Half Life <laughs> Alex running on the PSVR 2 Emailing, oh, back won't a- you? <laughs> Emailing back an Uno reverse card. Yeah. <laughs> well, may we introduce you to a dongle. <laughs> so yeah, uh, it's it's. I guess it's cool. It is just it is cool to be able to use that in that way because it's a great headset. Mm. That being a PC headset, to it maybe isn't the, the the crazy value proposition that it was as a PS five exclusive thing. Right. right. Like if you have a PS five as well then it may be the best one to get right. if you're not bothered by the wire. Mm-hmm. But uh, it should, but yeah, I mean, it should be a nice little bonus, not like, oh, I'll actually be able to play some stuff on it. Yeah. I'll be able to download Half-Life Alex and actually play that on... The, yeah, I don't know. It's... A bit weird. And yeah. also, but also just weird to kind of just very vaguely say like, oh, we're working like... Mm. You know, it it almost so so. If you're thinking about buying one, maybe maybe buy one. Yeah, it's like implemented and then just be like, you know, just drop it as like, yeah, you know, a random bit of news. They just whispered it to a blog or whatever. Like Mm. it wasn't it wasn't a big thing. And again, it isn't like a done deal or whatever yet. They just said they were trying to make it work. Mm. And it could be that it's just because they think that that adds value to this thing. They want to support for a long time. But it doesn't feel like that given yeah. the last year of releases on that, the lack of releases on that thing. So, um, you know, cool, but also to me pr- looks pretty nail-shaped and quite a long one of those coffin-type mm. nails. Yeah. Mm. I feel like I maybe need to, like, biff you in the face now after we talk about big news so that maybe then it'll register as a memory. <laughs> yeah, that'll <laughs> that help we me. talked about it this week. Head trauma will definitely lock it in. <laughs> I need to somehow make this a core memory. <laughs> you need to get a little elastic band around your wrist and you just flick it every time we finish a new story. Other option, you could trust me. <laughs> we could, uh, no, we could, we we could, could be get, wrong. We could, get, we could memento style you and just, like, tattoo you after every episode of the news stories that we wrote about. Don't trust PSVR. <laughs> It'll just say Nintendo Switch about 500 times then. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, I talked about uh, Penny's Big Breakaway and uh, Pocket Card Jockey. but um, Speaking of cards. Speaking hey. of cards and, uh, boy, speaking of um, just hours out of my week mm. being gobbled up, <laughs> I have been playing Blatro. Yeah. B-A-L-A-T-R-O. A really good and memorable and logical <laughs> name. For poker, it, it basically. Is, I, I like that it's one of those words that sounds like one of those silly card game names. Mm, yeah, and it does have it's 
it does have some origins in something. It was like an ancient Roman thing or something. Oh, okay. Is it? Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's Joker poker is what it is. It, yeah, yeah. It, and it is fun as fuck. Yeah. It's so fucking good. You talked about it a couple of weeks ago. I did. I played the demo and now. <laughs> I remember that one. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, now we've all played uh, the full game. Yeah. It's been in early access for a bit, I think. And, and I don't know Whoa. if it just recently came out. There's a light above our heads. Adam just had an idea. <laughs> <laughs> There's a light above our heads that we tape up because it looks better on the video, but the bit of paper taped over it came off and it scared the shit out of yeah, me. A, yeah. a light suddenly appearing over my head turned on some fish part of my brain. Oh, the nukes, are, the, 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 you know, the, they dropped the nukes. Not as advanced as that. There's okay. a fish above me. <laughs> the the light in a room fish. changing very abruptly, even subtly, makes yeah. you think like my eyes are short-circuiting. Yeah, true. <laughs> I'm dying. Yeah. Do you know, I, I, this has nothing to do with anything, but it's an interesting fact about moths that I didn't know. <laughs> mm. Do you okay. want to know Speaking about this? Lights, yes. You know how they go towards the light? It's not because they like the light mm. it's because they use the moonlight to orient them orient up for ah, themselves because okay. the way they fly through the air it's so thick that they can't feel the effects of gravity properly mm. so they can't orient themselves mm, with see. that they use the moon and so them getting stuck on a light is them constantly going like fuck man ups everywhere right yeah, well, okay that's how a moth that works seems like a cruel piece of uh, design yeah. <laughs> a really awful experience for them that's yeah. a horrible existence Human beings are a disease. Yeah, get rid of us. Uh, one at a time. <laughs> Starting with uh, all of us being out of the equation from us because we're indoors playing Bellatro yeah. with the lights yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. It's a very fun, uh, like, retro-styled card game. It mm-hmm. looks like an Amiga game or something like that because they have yes. this, like, CRT filter on by default from the start. Yeah, which is which is kind of funny. I do like it, but it's like it doesn't, you know, inscription, the idea is, like, you're playing this cursed video game mm-hmm. that you found. There's no set. There's no real reason for this game to look like. There's no setup of like, mm. oh, this is like this old version of it. Just all yeah. it looks all kind from, of like, like yeah, b- it being like a Windows 3.1 pack-in game. Totally, yeah. Like Acorn computers would have right. had Bellatro, yeah. and all the Brits would have been like, see, our weird computers are actually good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, man. If that, if Bellatro had existed since yeah the it, the late 80s, it does a good job of feeling like that though. Of yeah. feeling like you're emulating this like old. Yeah. classic like cannon fodder or some shit mm. uh it is a card game played with a normal deck of cards but as you go through each round ben explained this a bit the other week so but um if you don't know or don't remember mm-hmm. uh, which can happen yep uh it, it's um a series of rounds where each time you are trying to reach a certain score with a limited number of hands that you can play. You're playing poker yep. hands. And, yep. and limited number of discards, which, yeah, when you play five-card poker, obviously you can chuck some cards back. Yeah, you've got a, a hand yeah. of seven or eight or something when you when you start a run and uh, you are trying to make the best poker hand that you can. Every time you do, you get scored on the value of the cards involved in either the pair or the two pair or mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. flush or the whatever that you've done, as well as a multiplier mm. based on uh, the level of hand and the difficulty in attaining those cards. 
and also based on mm. the jokers that you pick up during the yeah. rounds. In between each yeah. round, you get a little shop where you can spend money that you earn. Kind of like in a Slay the Spire or like a roguelike sort of thing where you'll hit, you know, the shop point. You'll be like, all right, I yeah. want to add this card to my deck. It's very, it's a roguelike card game. Yeah. So stop me if you've heard those fucking words put together before, mm-hmm. but it's doing it with it's some good. pizzazz. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take it from someone who's never, is always bounced off those kinds of things pretty quickly. Mm. This is hooked me. Yeah. If you look at this and you hear this and you think, ah, this isn't for me, it probably is for you. Yeah. It is actually really good because in between those rounds, the most valuable thing you can buy to my mind, there are several different items you can get, like these celestial cards mm-hmm. that will level up how much your multiplier and your score add addition for a certain type of hand yeah. is. Yeah, so yeah. it'll say level up straight, or you you so get the like next a pack time, at random, and yeah. If normally for a pair you get times two, now you'll get times three or times yeah. four, and yep. it'll level up that like that. You can get these tarot cards, which will add abilities to the cards in your deck themselves. Mm-hmm. So are they, and are they permanent effects yep. or is for it, that run they are yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, so you can you know put on the seven of diamonds if you're like okay I'll use my sevens and my diamonds heaps so this seven of diamonds will uh, play play twice is yeah. the effect yeah, of this one like or like double the multiplier or I'll get extra coins yeah. at the end of the round if I still have this in my hand right lots of things like that. And then the jokers, though, those are your big lads. Yes. You've got a set number. It's five unless you get some other jokers that can increase it or whatever uh, of these joker cards, which go up the top of the screen and have different effects based on these jokers that you're randomly getting presented but can choose which ones you buy. Yeah, yeah. things like every face card adds plus four multi. Um Every straight now will get you an extra hundred chips. One extra uh, discard, one extra hand. Uh, yeah. Extra cards in your hand. Like creative ones that are like it's a glitched out misprint, so it'll give you a random multiplier. Uh, I got that one for the first time last night and I thought, oh, the game's fucking up. And then it's like, <laughs> no, it's just like a sort of yeah. shuffling. They like, got you hook line. They, they really oh, did. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you, you, at the very beginning, the scores that you're having to hit in each hand is, um, yeah, pretty low, but you also don't have any like abilities built up yet. And then over time you, uh, yeah, you kind of pick and choose the, the jokers that are going to be most beneficial. This is what I do at least. And then you start to put your time into seeking out those celestial cards to like really get your, your hands that you tend to favor, boost them up. You're also every now and then in the shop, you, you're getting the option to buy like just straight up packs of cards that'll just add a card to your deck. So you can do things like um, some of the tarot cards might change, uh, you know, three cards in the deck to being Clubs a certain, a certain suit. Yeah. So you can go, Oh, okay. Well, maybe I'll just um, I'll try and make a deck that's just like got as many clubs in it as I can, or mm-hmm. I'll just go for like higher cards and I'll chase like high straights. Right. I'll I'll level up the straight and I'll just really focus on right. that, or I'll level up the flush and then I'll make sure I've like I'm only changing cards into being like one specific type of suit. So you can start to like plan out your strategy like that, and then in, so in each like in each uh, like you get round. The, so there's there's rounds which are playing against a blind which is just the amount that you have to yeah, get to it's a set of yeah. three a and small big and then a boss those are antis anti yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. you're going rounds and then antis but it's all just card words yeah, yeah. so yeah. a small which blind the, it was confusing initially because like you know playing poker it's yeah. like oh 
oh, this is not what I thought it meant. But it basically just means like, yeah, like you say, rounds it's and like levels. It's kind of like a world. So it's like you do yeah. level one, level two, boss. Yeah. And the boss will be the score you've got to hit is significantly bigger and there's some um, uh, like uh, effect. effect either uh, all your diamond cards are debuffed or right. um, you can only play one type of hand. Yep, or yep, yep. Uh, um, no discards this round. No or... discards. Uh, there's there's the, some. The very are... first one is like the first hand you get dealt is face down. Ye- well, they're random each time. Oh right. Um, yeah. So like every run, the bosses will be different. Right. And so it can influence what. Uh, like looking at that first boss, it can influence your choice of what you might buy in that first round. Cause the first it tends to be the toughest hurdle to jump over. Mm. or just has been for me. Cause you're so underpowered in that first round. Yeah. I find, uh, yeah, I find it's more like for me, what trips me up is it's either, it's generally the, uh, you can only play one type of hand or the one where every card you draw after a certain point is face down. Those yeah. are the two that if that once they come up, doesn't matter where they come up, whether it's early or late, they're the ones that completely fuck me up. Not being able to see the cards or cuz I had one run where I'd gotten a joker that was if you sell this it um removes the ability of the boss and I was like Fuck yeah, this is going to be the one where I go all the way. If I can mm. hang on to this, once one of those comes up, that is always the one that trips me up. If I can get rid of that, then I'm golden. And then I just kept getting, I just I just got like a, I just got up to a score that was just like too hard to beat. Like right. I, I wasn't getting one that like I necessarily really needed to use it on. That's the one thing with this is that like, so I ended up beating it on the second go. Right. Because well, it's, yeah, I, I didn't know the bosses changed because I'm still on the same run. Like I've been, pl- I played it for probably an hour and a half, and I haven't lost yet. So right, because yeah. it can be a lot. Like it's random every time. So the jokers that you're drawing are random. The mm. and it, some of it is around building your strategy based on what you have, and then adapting to that initial sort of setup and trying to increase on its effect. Because you can do like, oh, I'm going to make my deck all clubs or as many clubs as I can, and then you get to a boss where it's like. All clubs are, de- you know, you yeah, might end no up no points with a, for clubs, with a, yeah, yeah. Or you might randomly get some great cards early, yep. and yep. just be sort of set, or randomly get a tough boss early. So there is a fair bit of randomness that is a little irritating at times because uh, it like mucks up the pacing. It kind just of. is so much about luck, yeah, and like the cards you're drawing are literally luck and all yeah. that stuff. That's, I mean, yeah, but I mean that makes sense to me because that's poker. That's all card games are just like. Yeah. The game is about trying to. <clears throat> stack the deck in your thing <laughs> frequently had me laughing out loud uh like because you are able to f- th- re-roll the the cards you've been dealt by paying a little bit of money so if you like save up early mm. and get a fair bit of money you like earn interest on the money you've not spent you get so to- you can get a fair bit later on and uh like pretty happily re-roll what's being served to you to fit your strategy for that run. Yeah, you do also get um, you get to choose a sort of style of deck at the start of the run and you unlock new ones as you go. So there's like one that will give you one more card in your hand or no, sorry, one more hand that you can play, one more discard. I've been favouring the one that gives you a bit more money at the mm. start, which I find Big help. really mm. help. This is the main one at the beginning that's like, 
yeah, before I started using that, it's like, well, I can't, I can maybe buy like one card in between each round. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's like, oh, now I'm able to get but like most of them straight away. Right. Especially in those early rounds, if you're playing smart enough and you, because you get a bit of money for beating the level and you also get a bonus for how many hands and discards you had left. So yeah, if you're playing yeah. smart early on and you've got that green deck, you pretty early on, you're like, yeah, building up enough money to just really go crazy and get as yeah. many of the cards as you want. It just will be that sometimes there's a run where you get fucked. Yeah. Yeah. But that is not a big problem because it is super fun to play and the the rounds and runs and everything are pretty short. So yeah. Yeah. you because the scores that you're having to hit are going are like really climbing and you can very easily be on yeah, like like the second round or the third round or whatever, and you've got a nice little system in place, and you're like easily hitting, beating that. Like, yeah, that's the the one thing I wish about it is like when you absolutely thrash the score that you're meant to hit. I wish you got, I wish you got something for that. Like, if you have to hit like three hundred and you hit like five thousand or whatever, yeah, it's such a good feeling, and I wish there was like a bit more reward for just like absolutely blitzing it there's a ton of stuff like that that i think this since it was an early access for a bit i'd imagine they're going to keep doing an update thing and it's yeah. just the way games these days there's a lot of stuff you could see them doing like that with this in the future adding yeah. in cards yeah. changing and it optional. up a bit yeah because mm. but um uh, uh, sorry just the level of uh how much you're beholden to the early roll the early draw of just what, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. what you get you need in to those get initial your, yeah. few rounds. You need something that's going to get you cooking along mm. or you're fucked. Well, that's what I'm saying is like, yeah, you can get your you can get your five there and you're like, fuck, I am just murdering every, um, every score here, just walking it through. But then very quickly you're on like round four and you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of barely making it through. You know what I mean? Like mm. you can so quickly go from like – Oh, okay. Now the scores are getting so high that I'm like, yeah, this isn't the, this isn't the absolute. You know, you're like, oh, I need to, I need to get some new, I need to start leveling some of these ones up, or I need to start like selling some of these jokers and getting more that are. Because I've read a lot of stuff that's like, you basically to really get through, like you sort of do essentially need to like break it in a way of yeah. like, because you can, again, if you play it right or, or slash having that luck. You can get that really satisfying run of like, this is triggering this, which triggers this, which triggers this, which triggers this. And then all of a sudden you've got this just like insane multiplayer kind of by accident of just all these things setting each other off, yeah. which is so satisfying. Any joker, yeah, jokers that interact with each other to like mm. double each other's chips and yep. multipliers and shit. It's such a cool feeling and it's all animated really well. Yeah. Like the, all the cars have thick little rumbly effects when, yeah. They, yeah. when they kind of trigger their things that are really satisfying. And uh, They've nailed all of that. They're like the dopamine hit of like a poker machine going off of like ding, 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 yeah. ding, yeah. ding is so satisfying. Like if you've got a ton of them all hitting one after the other, it'll slowly speed up as they yep. all go and it feels great. Uh, Your little a, score window like catches fire. It's a great, <laughs> great like podcast game to switch the music off and yeah. uh, listen to something in the background. Yeah. Uh, could, yeah, would be happy to play it again and again. Yeah. I believe this is a one one person developed game as well. Right. Um, I'll just double check that, but I I think I've seen them like tweeting. Actually, I think I saw them tweet like petition to get Bellatro as a like Windows uh, operating system packing Would game. love that. <laughs> right. I wish I could play it on uh, my Mac as well, that I, is mm. my laptop that I carry around. Yes. Uh, it'd be a great phone game. It'd be a fantastic phone oh, game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
as you're going through these runs as well, like overall you're unlocking different types of jokers if you're like seeing them for the first time and you buy it yep. it'll be unlocked or like if you meet certain criteria during a run like earn over x amount of money or whatever it is yeah you've got a little challenge window where you can check like things that you've got to tick off to get yeah, yeah. these these new things show up that'll um, be unlocking like the overall sort of um archive of different abilities and stuff that will then show up in future runs. Yeah. Very right. Roguelike right. style. Yeah, totally. And it does all that stuff really well. And yeah, I echo you guys. It, it looks great. I love that style. Um, yeah. So local, local thunk is the solo developer and artist for Bellatro. Um, they posted some interesting stuff. I, I guess I don't ever track this, but like uh, they said, uh, it has been one day since Bellatro launched. In that day, Bellatro has racked up over 40 years of playtime. Oh, wow. And then by day two, uh, 106 years. So um, obviously really successful game for this yeah solo developer um, who is yeah clearly very, very creative and intelligent and is, I hope... Going to only go on to bigger and better things. Yeah, I, I, I love the variety and all how the jokers look. Yeah, yeah. they're all kind other, of themed look. really well based on like the you know one that gives you a bonus for every like heart card that you play is called like the lover and he's right, like a little right. playboy guy on there. Like. I don't remember what the effect of the card is, but there's the hack, which is a little joker standing up beside behind a. a you know, in front of a brick wall with a microphone. Oh, yes, yeah. I don't remember what he does. Be uh, adored by everyone, I assume. A <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, lo- lot of great shit there. Cool, like, pixel art looking, yeah, old-fashioned CRT-style things that it hits me in a good spot. Yeah. And, yeah, just that, uh, this style of game doesn't really ever grab me, but, yeah, it's got it's got me in that thing of either you, you know, you you uh you bow out way too early in a run and you're like I can do better than that I'm going mm. back in or you have an absolute scorcher and you're like oh I've got the I've got the momentum I've now the I'm going hand. back in like it doesn't matter how you go you're like you're finding a reason in your head to like go back in immediately right like, yeah it's really good yeah and uh, yeah as someone who does like just general deck building games and card games in general this is again like for it's just great yeah it's, it's a fantastic and you one don't of those. Need, you don't need to know anything about poker to no to it, get it it's it, very it, it's yeah, all laid out there yeah. and it's got a little of... you can push a button to see the like ranking of the of the, the hands, hands and you, yeah and yeah you, it, pretty quickly becomes second nature yeah it's like yeah. 20 bucks or something something like that something like that forget, yeah 20 to 30 you're um, gonna get your you're gonna get your money's worth absolutely you're absolutely gonna get i will your... buy this again when it's on a phone absolutely i was gonna say yeah, yeah. i really this is like vampire survivors like i think i own that in three different places <laughs> at this point i mean it sounds like yeah he will have the wherewithal to port this which would be fantastic yeah it'll only go even even better yeah recommend big recommend Bellatro. Bellatro. Remember the name, <laughs> uh, hopefully. Also remember the name Pacific Drive. Yeah. Which is the other game that uh, you haven't been playing, Tommy, right? No, I was going to, but then I got hooked into Bellatro and those two other things came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I had to um, tear myself away from Bellatro. Yeah. Um, but me and Ben have been playing a bit of Pacific Drive. Yeah. It is uh, a... It is on the PS5. Mm-hmm. It is on the PC. Yes, I've been I playing on the PC. I don't remember if it's on the Xbox, but I, I think know. it might be, but I don't okay. remember. Okay. Uh, and it's really cool. Yeah. It's- this this one we saw the trailer, I feel like maybe 18 months ago, a couple of years ago even, and had like a really distinct style. And yeah, that sort of log line, the elevator pitch of like car exploration, survival crafting, game. survival. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I think intrigued us just enough, like because that survival crafting game is not necessarily a draw for I think any of us. Mm. There's a lot of them out that are popular that like Sons of the Forest just like came out fully and, and like Power World you got into and that is very much that as well. But there ju- there's there's I, I just tend to not unless there's that extra sort of bit there. Yeah, uh, which this yeah really has, but because you are so it you you, you it's 1998. You're driving through the woods. Yep. You get warped into a weird place that the government has fenced off. Yes, I talked about um, the movie Stalker on a bonus pod recently. Yeah. And it's like, obviously, yeah, it's, they, they've drawn direct inspiration. The zone is set up. Some mysterious shit happens inside the zone. And wouldn't you know it, you end up inside the zone. You're in there and you're... Uh, you, you... I'm in the zone, Jerry! <laughs> <laughs> Once you're in the zone... Like they even a, they call you breacher, like breaches, like store, like it's very yeah. You're yeah. the you're the driver at some point because you find a car. Yes, that they explain to you is like a cursed object that has latched itself onto you. Mm. And there's some bits and pieces. These people talking to you over the radio who are like researchers in there. Who are like this hasn't happened for thirty years. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Uh, which is added, like I'm really liking all those little bits of story. The, yeah. the voice acting from there's only three people talking to me at this point. Yes, the two guys and then the woman. Yeah, and they've clearly got some backstory, but mm-hmm. there's well delivered radio conversations of them talking to you, mm. telling you what to do, and slowly revealing bits and pieces about what's happened here and what's going on, and some shady shits happened, and mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Uh, and yeah, so this cursed car that you have gotten attached to is uh, a really clever, well-made uh, thrust to get you through the survival game. It is your thing that you are upgrading. Mm-hmm. It's your backpack. It's your uh, mode of transportation. You might be shocked to know. <laughs> and it's like... It's your shield. It's your shield. Uh, it's a bin. That's what I use my car as. <laughs> it, it, it is as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, and it is a nightmare yeah. as well to look after. It is an expensive fucking burden. Okay. Which uh, is the true The Rego in the fucking zone. Oh, my God. Dude, it's crazy. It's no one's uh, even on the roads here. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, there's so much shit in the middle of the there road. There is shit on the all roads. All the time. Yeah. So you are going out on little expeditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got sort of a overworld map and you go between little distinct separate sections of the world that are constantly warping and changing and shifting because it's a crazy world where shit's gone wrong Mm -hmm. and there's a bunch of warps and shit. But yeah, you're like, you'll be in a sort of area that you're, you can freely drive around, but you can, when you do go onto like a new location, there's like a loading screen and you pop up in a new area. While you're there, you're driving around the place gathering resources. <laughs> uh, so you'll open up your map and maybe see a little camp of buildings somewhere. Drive over to them. There'll be different types of locks that you've got to get through with different tools mm-hmm. to get different types of uh, gatherable items like chemicals or fabric or duct tape and whatever. Using these as well as this uh, like type of energy that is stored in spots around these maps in these balls that mm. you can put into a machine in your car that is then also the currency that lets you drive on to the next area. Okay. Uh, so you're gathering all that stuff. Once you gather those like energy balls, um, you activate a portal to get out of there or to get home. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it does this really cool thing where like you can only activate it once you're far enough away from it. You can't be too close. But once you activate it, shit 
starts kicking off and going weird. So you got to drive there real quick. Yeah. Right. So you'll switch on the portal and then like this alert will come up on your car being like, drive, drive. Yes. And stuff will be chasing you'll be after like, you. Oh shit, I'm still in park. Yeah. <laughs> God, I wish I bought this on the PC rather than the PS5 because I'm fucking looking over real weird with the analog oh, stick yeah, to yeah. take myself into park and turn the ignition on. Yep. Because um, you'll look at around your car's cockpit uh, to interact with bits of the car. Like there's a map screen next to you and the handbrake and the right. keys. And yeah. And there is like shortcuts for like the wipers he- headlights and, and the wipers and stuff that you'll obviously just use constantly while you're driving around. And yep. on. Oh, yeah. I love honking that thing. <laughs> While you're out there, there's a bunch of uh, while you're out there, there's a bunch of like <laughs> weird kind of alien looking shit yep. driving around mm-hmm. with really great like sound design and shit. Yes, super creepy out in the forest. You'll hear like a <laughs> type of noise. I think I've recreated it perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and they might be some some strange things that'll like latch onto your car and zap it, send all the electrics crazy. Or uh, some big bastard rumbling under the road that'll knock you about if it mm-hmm. hits you. Stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and that's the loop. You're, you're going out, driving in this risky area, gathering as much shit as you can, yeah. getting home, and then improving your car with the various little pit stops and stations you've got in your workshop to, like, there's a computer with a skill tree, essentially. Yeah, okay. Yeah, crafting up- and, you know... Uh- uh, repairing stuff and upgrading like the types of panels or doors or right. whatever that you can put on your cars to make them steel eventually and then better and like different mm-hmm. attachments like better radars for finding more things and better tires that won't burst as often mm-hmm. you're repairing your car all the time yes yep. and so that's the loop isn't just getting stuff to upgrade the car there is yeah like a, a, there's story stuff where the people who are on the radio are telling you like well if you want to blah, 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 then you'll need to go and find this stuff and you'll need to put this together. So there is this, yeah, narrative thrust. But yeah, as you say, at the same time, you're constantly working on the car as well because that's how you're getting around and you're surviving yeah. yep. the uh, the crazy zone. It's a really good mix, I think. They've like got the it, it about right to the point I'm up to. I've only played a few hours. But yeah, like, same. there's always a clear direction, but it's up to you to get there type of right. thing. Mm. So... Uh, you'll if you try like for a while it'll be easy you'll be able to get through the first handful of story missions but then at some point it'll ask you to go further than you're really capable of so it'll be up to you to go and figure out how to upgrade your car and what's worth it and what's not yeah prioritize certain aspects of it depending on how you want to play because there'll be like sort of a checklist you can bring up of stuff you should take with you which includes like repair putty which you can chuck on any part of the car to repair it or uh, flares, flares, um, like puncture kits for your tires, stuff like that, mm-hmm. sealant for like cracks in the windows. There's a lot going on, and yeah. it's a lot of uh, pretty tiny text, intimidating looking menus. Right. But it does flow well enough that I haven't felt overwhelmed by it. I've felt curious. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I think that. Especially early on, if you just focus on ticking off the checkbox and then being like, "Well, I'll just drive out there and see what happens." Yeah, it 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 becomes obvious to you as things happen what you need to do and how to do it. You just sort of build up that skill set uh, organically. Um, it it does it does transition from that very very initial opening where it's like no hard and you you just kind of like it's literally like the first ten minutes. 
very um, natural seeming and you're just driving around in a car to like a million things on the screen. And like the maps are, uh, sorry, the menus are very detailed and finicky and it presents you immediately with like, you know, 25 things that you could craft if you had, and it's not necessarily relevant. Yeah, okay. uh, Yeah, I feel like you just got to tune that out to an extent and like, Follow the story initially. Focus on the open road. There's a pretty clear bit when they tell you to get to like a wall or something where it's clear that like now it's the bit where maybe go and do your own thing for a while and see what happens. Right. Okay. Uh, So follow follow the lady's advice until then. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, yeah, I felt pretty well onboarded or whatever shit term I want to use for, mm-hmm. for you know, they sit you down and get you to do the HR quiz and all yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. This on, is on your board. email and your password yeah. and this is the kitchen. Uh, <laughs> this is the toilet. It's, I don't think it's like reinventing the <coughs> wheel. <sighs> two for two. That's not enough for an hour. <laughs> but uh, it's... Yeah, it's two loves <laughs> per 60 minutes. <laughs> uh, it's... Like doing a similar thing to what a bunch of games like this have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the way it uses your car as your like traveling base and your traveling upgrade and like mm-hmm. this pal that you've kind of got, it's done really well. Yeah. That's a neat idea. I mean, that's the yeah, that's the big point of difference. That's right? the hook, it's the like stylistic, like- and it's yeah, yeah. You're not just like plodding around and. In in any of these other sort of survival games where you're walk you're walking or running, mm. and it, it fe- and all of that stuff feels like busy work. Whereas this, it's like it's fun to drive around. Yeah, and the car drives really well. It's mm. like quite a solid, realistic feeling car. Yeah, even like I'm just playing on a PC with like you know the WASD, and even that feels like pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I yeah I imagine I I did consider. Yeah, syncing up my controller, but it sounds like maybe having the mouse as the free look is maybe a bit more convenient. It's sort of a back. It's a it's a it's a trade off where like I love the stuff it's doing with the vibration and the triggers and stuff on the controller, and it does feel good for driving around. It's just the looking around to do your uh, handbrake basically. Yeah, Yeah. slightly awkward. Yeah, but not too bad. Um. Because you're also kind of looking to your side manually with the right stick to look at your map. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. You've got a little sort of like funky looking unit uh, in the passenger seat. Yeah, a little screen and stuff. Right, right. But And also, yeah, like aesthetically, it's it's sick. I really like it. I like sort of the graphic design of it, like the menus and stuff. But then also just, yeah, the look of the world. It looks a little bit like Outer Wilds, it reminds yes. me of a bit. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, um, yep, yep. It's got a touch of that type of like that well-tuned, well-thought-out, good version of that 3D indie game look. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's a bit of a cheap way to describe it, but you know what I mean. Not overly textured and detailed and stuff, but, you know, everything that is there is is well-designed and looks cool. And The like, lighting especially is really great. Yeah. Like, it does a day-night cycle sort of thing where driving between these different areas mm-hmm. will take a certain amount of time. And as it transitions into night, you actually are in trouble at night if mm. your headlights break it's so dark. Yeah. Right. And it does, the world feels dangerous in a really cool way where you feel safe in your car and when you can drive around. But then if a tire bursts or you've got to drive through some woods and avoid the trees and shit because yeah. the road over there is a bit fucked, uh, it, it, it feels risky in a very satisfying way. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. I'm keen to try this out. It's, it's a damn good game. Really cool. Yeah. Nice. I'm liking it a lot. It doesn't run great. 
It's a little... Um, yeah, well, yes. I bumped it all up to max settings and it was there was a bit of hitching and stuff. So I had to yeah to dial it down a little bit, but it, that that made it run pretty fluidly yeah, on, on the, PC. On the PS5, it's sort of zipping up and down a little bit, but yeah, right. it's not... Yeah terrible it's just a you know not 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 perfect yeah right. it's it's yeah it's all that lighting and those like yeah particle effects and stuff like that which is uh yeah add to the atmosphere but it yeah it can chug a little bit it looks great um i'm really enjoying i, I again i'm only a few hours in and i think i'm probably it's going out the window when final fantasy comes out in a couple of days oh, yeah. but yeah yeah i am interested to see if over time i get a little sick of it yeah because mm. it is a loop and uh, I'll be interested to see what wrinkles they throw into the loop to make it yeah. engaging for the length of time right. that it ends up being. Because that novelty of like, oh, it's a car, and it's it's a different if it's it's a differentiation, uh, you know, from these other games that differential differentiation. Okay, okay, yeah. three for three. gear stick. <laughs> um, yeah, whether or not that wears off, um, but it, I do still think it is it is far my preference in terms of the traversal and stuff. Um, for this kind of game, and then yeah, wrap in the aesthetic, and um, baby, we got a we got a fun little time. I'm game. interested in what the story's doing. Yeah, it's mm. it's it's worth having a look at if it interests cool. you, because uh, I think there's a demo of it too. Because there um, definitely was, yeah, there was around that Steam Next Fest. But if there's one on PS5, mm. yeah, give it give a crack because uh, it's satisfying and well made. I'm enjoying my time with. Pacific Drive. Specific Drive. Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> well, we'd better wrap it up there for another week on Filthy Casuals. Thank you for joining us next week. Yes. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Yeah. First impressions from probably just Adam. Um, Tommy and I might be able to somehow play. I guess I played a bunch of the d- the demo, the open world stuff yep. as well. Yeah. But um, you and I, uh, we have a booking at the Square Enix Cafe yes. for the... First day of their Final Fantasy VII Rebirth uh, collab event. Yeah, we'll be able to review that. It's a collab with themselves. Um, <laughs> yes. There's I'll also, we've been it. sent a list by a uh, listener of the show, Chiharu, who lives uh, in Tokyo, or just out of Tokyo, uh, of all the different <laughs> shops over there that have lost the, a very thorough list that includes things like. If you go to Lawson and get a takeaway coffee, you get a special paper Final Fantasy VII cup. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna hit it's the ground. It's my dream come true. Honestly, we're, <laughs> we're gonna try and uh, we're gonna try and visit as much of that kind of stuff as we can uh, well, to, have, to report I'll, I'll on have, that side of it. Yes. I'll have played 150 hours of it. Yeah. Then, so. so we'll have the whole. That's next yeah. next week is your one stop shop for all angles. Literally everything Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Rebirth. From the game and beyond. Yeah. Um, but until then, get on the Patreon. Uh, get yourself a bonus extra show every week. Yes. Get on the YouTube channel. we got heaps of videos on there of us doing Let's Plays and one-offs. Hundreds and hundreds of videos for you to check out. Come and see us at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival in April, Sundays, 3 p.m. at the Coopers Inn. Uh, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. And as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals. Oh, Xbox did that um, podcast conference thing should we talk about that oh yeah we haven't covered that yet yeah. have we, we haven't we literally did nah, let's talk about it next week <laughs> all right we'll remember 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.